Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert, and for this episode, uh, we got ourselves our the uh, co-creator, co-artist, co-writer for the Who at Worst Why comic strip, the webcomic, Lewis. Welcome back to the show. Hey, guys. Good to be back. Yeah, Lewis is my go-to person when I want to do like a big gaming topic thing. And I, the biggest news right now is Apple versus Epic Games. Now, if you don't know what that's about, uh, essentially, Epic Games is the, the, the company behind Fortnite. And what they did was they, they went ahead and added an extra payment method for Fortnite on iOS that allows people to get a discounted price if they go directly uh, through Epic Game Bucks or whatever, V-Bucks or whatever like that. V-Bucks, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's a no-no for iOS because everything has to go through iOS payment system. So Apple took it off the App Store. Right, and then and then Google and then Google found out that they were doing that, so they took it off the Google Play Store as well. Honestly, I think if this if people weren't asking Google if they were going to do the same thing, they probably would have ignored it. But 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 well, since since it was brought up, they had to remove it as well because it also goes against their policies. Exactly. So like they made a they made a bigger deal out of it, and that's when Google realized, hey, we're losing money here. No wonder. Yeah, I yeah, I I I think Google was forced to to do the same thing that iOS did because of the fact that it is also against their policy. And the policy is essentially that uh the Play Store and the iOS App Store get 30% of whatever tra- money transaction goes through iOS. Right? That is the agreement that the companies made when they put them on those those stores. Now the difference here is that for for Google, for Android, uh because of the way Android works, Epic could literally uh, release the game on a different store for Android. Like, you don't have to go to the Play Store to download Fortnite. Of course, you have to go to third-party distributor or whatever, or Epic Games themselves to go around to go around the Play Store, which is doable on Android. So I think that's fine. For iOS, on the other hand, unless you jailbreak it, there really is no way to get Fortnite on iOS, correct? Yeah, but I think that's like a common thing right now. So right now, if you try to download Fortnite, it's not there. And then the current users will be able to play until the next season. The next season will not be updated for Fortnite. So if this stuff doesn't go through with the lawsuit or Apple doesn't drop it or Epic doesn't drop it, you're foreseeably not going to see any updates for Fortnite. Wait, so so you have, you have an iPhone. I have a, a Google phone. So you can still play Fortnite on the App Store as long as you have it downloaded? Yeah, so if you already have it on there, mm-hmm. you can still play it. But Apple is currently trying to take it off to where you can't even play it if you own it oh. on their App Store. So this is like a Flappy Bird situation. Like they're, they're, Flappy Bird was taken off the App Store a while back. And then but if you download it already, you still had it on your phone. Okay. People were selling it for a lot of money. I remember that. That's that's what I was thinking of when all this stuff was going down. I was like, "This is like Flappy Bird all over again." <laughs> it's like Flappy Bird. Yeah, exactly. So, 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 uh, what is your opinion about about this situation with Apple and Epic Games? I think it's kind of crazy, but you know, I feel like Epic's been going after the bigger companies because they want to get themselves, and you know, it's kind of like it almost seems like a ploy because we've been seeing them tackle other places like uh like steam and other like play stores correct 
by undercutting them or taking away their competition by buying them out and having them exclusively for like a year. Right. And it's kind of like nobody's used to it because nobody's ever contested the bigger companies to be like, hey, you know what, we want our cut too. Right. And, and in defense of Epic Games, in terms of like the Epic Game Store, which is on PC and whatnot, uh, their cut is 17% from what I understand. Right. That's what they're telling developers. Hey, if you if you put their game to the Epic Game Store, we only take 17% and not 30% like the other people. Right. So that's that's their incentive to go to Epic Game Store. It's supposed to be developer friendly, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So so do you think that they're trying to get the percentage of Apple to drop? Because what it seems like when from what I read from the documents that they're saying mm-hmm. is that they don't want any compensation for the lawsuit. They just want there to be fair competition in the market. No, I, yeah, I, I really think it comes down to the original uh, fight between Epic Games and uh, Steam, which is that drop down the, the, the cut you guys were willing uh, that want to take. No more 30%, let's drop it down to, I guess, what they, what they agreed on was 17% or whatever. Right. Well, so, they would have to do 17 because if they did it any lower, then they would be in the same problem. All their developers would be like, hey, you're giving 17, but Apple's giving 15 now, so are you going to match it? Yeah. No, no, it's true. It's true. It, it, but the thing, the thing is, though, is that in defense of Apple, that's what you agreed on when you put the game on iOS. iOS is, quote-unquote, a walled garden, right? They, 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 take, they have full control over what goes into the iPhone, the iPad, and whatnot. So Epic had an agreement. They release other stuff on iOS, and they sign a contract. That's what. That's how much they were gonna lose. So in this way, they're purposely looking for a fight. Yeah, like they wanted to bring it up, and they used their biggest game on the iOS store, yes. which is Fortnite. Yes, I, I don't know anybody that plays Fortnite on the phone. Most people I know are playing on a PC or or on a console. But but there are a lot of people play. But I think the majority of people still play it on the mobile. From what I understand, is that right? I think it's just I think it's just a majority of the population play that game. Which I don't personally play that game, right. but I do see a lot of my cousins and family members and friends play it in some sort of way. But I I have seen it been playing mobile. Okay, okay. So yeah, it it is like I said uh, a strong a strong argument on Epic's case, like. Trying to get Apple to bend over for for them because Fortnite is really popular. You're not gonna not have Fortnite on on the iPhone. This is essentially what Epic Games is trying to do. But Apple is taking a hard stance. They're even saying that they're going to revoke Epic Games's uh, developer contract for iOS. Not only that, but Unreal Engine is under Epic, so they're going to get rid of Unreal Engine as well for iOS, which screws up a lot of developers out there. So who do you think makes it out ahead? Because honestly, I think Apple has a lot of weight behind it. Yeah. Opposed to Epic, where when they were fighting Steam, like there was no competition in Steam and like everybody relies on Steam, but you can easily get around that because Correct. computers aren't tied to specific systems. No, whereas no. Apple iOS stores specifically tied to everybody's iPhone. Correct. The, the comparison with Steam and PC is similar to the Android because you don't have to get Fortnite true the Play Store, you can get it through Epic directly if you wanted to. So it's kind of similar to that. They had a lawsuit for Apple and Google. Okay, the Google argument, Google can easily say you can still release the game on our, on our on, on Android. You just can't go through the Play Store, right? That's that simple argument. I don't think Epic will win that. For the case with the iOS, though, I don't know how Epic would win that because there is a contract. But at the same time, it does seem a little like 
uh, are iPhone users just not going to have Fortnite? Um, I think it's kind of like uh, I think they're trying to to find a maybe a law. It kind of seems like they knew what they were doing, but at the same time, they don't know. They didn't know the how far Apple was willing to go to stop them. Mm. They thought they could bully them, like they were like they thought they were bullying Steam. But once again, exactly like like, like we're saying, Or, it's, it's a totally different argument because of the options you have for PCs. Yeah, and it's kind of like the market's open for that. But when it comes out of mobile, people you either have uh, um, like Android or you have iOS. So right. it's not it's not like there's multiple operating systems. You have two operating systems. Mm -hmm. And if you get you lose both of them, it's kind of like you lost that market. And the mobile market's huge. It's one of the biggest money makers around right now, and that's why a lot of developers are switching over to mobile because it's a lot easier to bring in revenue. Correct. But, but the danger here is that if Apple doesn't cave in, which I don't see how they would cave in, uh, would iPhone users actually get themselves an Android device because there will still be ways to get uh, Fortnite on an Android phone? As opposed to iOS, because I don't think people are going to jailbreak the iOS, because that seems not very many people are able to do that. Plus, jailbreaking only lasts so long until Apple kills whatever jailbreak you're using, right? So, so it's just, now this goes with the same thing with what's happening with uh, Microsoft uh, Game Pass, XCloud, or Xbox Game Cloud, Cloud Gaming, whatever whatever name they're going to call it, right? Uh, I.O. Apple has said no to xCloud being on iOS. Uh, Apple has said no to Facebook gaming on iOS. Apple has also said no to GeForce Now being on iOS. And Apple also has said no for Google Stadia being on iOS. So it really is like an Apple versus the gaming industry in a way. Now, the argument there is like Apple has their, um, what's, the, what's, their what's their game subscription thing called? Uh, Apple Play? Apple Play. I think it's just Apple Play, yeah. It's Apple Play? Okay, so Apple has their own gaming subscription service for iOS, you know, so it's very similar to Game Pass and and what and, uh, PlayStation Now or whatever. I think not, not, not PlayStation Now, but more like Game Pass, actually. So, so the argument there is that the reason why Apple doesn't want these gaming uh, services on iOS is because they have their own gaming service. But I don't think that, but that they're claiming that's not the case. Their, their claim is that Because of the way Google Stadia, xCloud, Game Pass, uh, GeForce Now, and and Facebook Gaming works, is that every game is supposed to be able to be uh, reviewed individually for iOS, which is impossible to, well, not impossible. It's very hard to do for a streaming service. That's like saying, hey, Netflix, we can't be, you can't be on iOS because we need to review every single movie on Netflix, which it's hard to do. Right, so that's the argument on why you can't have these cloud gaming services on iOS. But that would set a big precedent if, like, let's say, let's say Apple, let's say Apple wins this, and they say, okay, we won this against Epic, and now we can go after Netflix to make our our Apple our Apple streaming service for movies and rentals a lot more relevant on our platform. Mm -hmm. We'll have we'll start requiring Netflix. And Hulu to get uh, approval for each each content that they drop, which would make it, like you said, it's it's not impossible, but it makes it very hard to be feasible. That sounds very evil, though, if they do that, because <laughs> they already made a stipulation that 
well, their stipulate Apple's stipulation is that video is different than gaming because gaming is interactive and video is not, right? And I think that's also one of the reasons why Bandersnatch for Netflix is not compatible with iOS for the same exact reason because, because it becomes an interactive experience and you can't do that on iOS unless you get individually reviewed or whatever. Because Tim, Tim Cook actually came out and said with the Microsoft X play that it was only because of their unwillingness to get everything reviewed that they said no to them. Yeah. And, but like I said, it's kind of hard to do that. It's like every time there's a new game on, on, on game pass, it has to go to a review process to Apple first for it to be released on game pass for iOS. It's not impossible, but it does make the, make the hurt. It makes, it makes it kind of like a burden for Microsoft to, have to do that for every single game, as opposed to just like a regular app. And, and so, like, it, let's say, let's say, let's say, um, you as a consumer, and I, and I release XPlay on whatever it's, phone it, that you're it's using, XCloud, XCloud. And, but XCloud, yeah. but I, I only had a certain amount of games because those are the only games that I had reviewed so far. Would you still be happy with the service? Well, if that's the only option you have, you're gonna have to be happy with the service. Right, it's no different. Yeah. It's no different than 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 Game Pass for PC and Game Pass for console. Uh, Game Pass for console has pretty much ninety five percent of what's available on Game Pass, while X, uh, Game Pass on PC only has maybe seventy five percent of what's available on Game Pass. You know, so it's it's like um, there is a give or take thing. There's some games on the, on the Xbox console, Xbox One, that I can't play on the PC via Game Pass just because they never made it available for PC. It's that kind of a thing. So if, if Game Pass does get released for iOS and it's limited to an X amount of numbers, maybe 10, I mean, that's just the way it's going to be, right? So do you think they're scared that they're going to lose a cut of that, that, that revenue? Because it's, it seems pretty feasible that they, they get uh, xCloud just a certain amount of games. Like, let's say the new games... Okay. The one thing that's behind xCloud is that it's going to have new games that are main staples of Xbox be able to be streamed anywhere. Right. So I think what they should do is review those games, those couple of games, and it's going to be like, oh, those are the only couple of games, and then slowly, like let's say monthly, they release a couple more, and they just keep building up the the library like that for it's not too overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's doable. I mean, GeForce Now is kind of the same exact thing. GeForce Now it has even less game available because you have to even you have to own your own game, and then it has to be compatible with GeForce Now for it to be streamable in the first place. So the the, lim the limit of the amount of games for GeForce Now is even more limited. So that theoretically, if they if G if Nvidia really wanted to, they could just like tell tell Apple, hey, these are the individual games. Go ahead and review them before they're activated in iOS. You know, same thing with um, with Google Stadia. Google Stadia only has X amount of games, which isn't a lot. So in theory, they could tell Apple, hey, these are the individual games that has to be uh, reviewed. So the Google Stadia thing should be able to play. But maybe there's a behind the scenes thing going on. And I think you implied this, is that uh, Apple wants a cut of the revenue. So it, it does seem like maybe it is a case where Google, Microsoft, NVIDIA, Facebook doesn't want to give uh, Apple a cut 
the that thirty percent cut, the same kind of argument that Epic Games have with their streaming services. Like Facebook Gaming isn't even isn't even that. It's Facebook Gaming has a interface, and then they have like a web based games that you can play on the app. And they completely took that out for their for their iOS version because once again, individual games need to be reviewed or whatever. But I think I think the the thing that they're not saying is that they also kind of don't want to give Apple the thirty percent cut because uh, uh, Game Pass is already like fifteen bucks, uh, ten to fifteen dollars, right? And and then are they going to charge eighteen dollars just to accommodate the the thirty percent? You know, it, it goes against their their marketing because they want to say like fifteen bucks for for XCloud kind of thing. So because because then they would be taking that extra cut. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what that's what Epic was trying to avoid too. It's kind of like if we can get them down a percentage, then it over well over overall would help everybody. Right. And we can make it about everybody, but ultimately it's Epic trying to contend with another big like market. Mm-hmm. Epic is actually trying to get other other uh, app developers like Spotify, for example, to to boycott iOS for the exact same reason as well. Actually, so they're getting they're they're trying to get like a a group of big app developers for iOS to join forces against this, which I really don't think is going to happen, because it's i it's it's Apple's device, Apple's iPhones. That's the way it works. You know, it's not it's not like they're going to completely change the paradigm of how they sell stuff on the iOS. You know, they they can only go so far to say that that they have quality control. They're doing this for the safety of their consumers, but not. No, it, it's not. That's what they're saying, but in actuality, they, they, there's still crap apps in iOS. I mean, it's no, there's not, there's no denying that, right? So, so they, clearly, it's really more of like that that money thing. It really, once again, it always comes down to the money. Yeah, and even Facebook has come out and said that they're against uh, Apple taking the thirty percent cut too. So, that's kind of big for someone as big as Facebook to kind of get into that into that conversation because I'm sure they take a cut from ad revenue and all the mm-hmm. other stuff as well. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know where this is going to go. It, like are these big companies like, like for example, Spotify, are they literally going to take away their, their, their service from iOS? It's like, it's like iOS is such, cause this goes, goes, this goes with the whole uh, government uh, crackdown on big tech and whether they should break them up. Like, one of the arguments towards iPhone is the fact that, towards iOS, is the fact that it's like a monopoly on itself. Even though technically it's not a monopoly because there's other options. Android exists for a reason. But, but in iOS by itself, if, if all you have is iOS, you are stuck with their rules. And government's saying is that, that isn't a monopoly. You, people don't have a choice. But the thing is, so you have a choice. You can either go iOS or Android. But at the same time, like you yourself, you have iOS devices, right? So what happens if certain apps in iOS just disappears and you can't use it on iOS for whatever reason? What would you do? Well, wouldn't that set a fault? Uh, couldn't you sue Apple for that? Because then they would be advertising false pretense on a false pretense that they had the service available when you purchased the phone, but they, they purposely themselves took it off. But is there right? right? Wouldn't that wouldn't that give them in a bigger problem? No, because later a, on there... down the road, if they started taking apps down, like let's say tomorrow we wake up and Spotify is gone because mm. they disagreed with them. Right. No, it's their. But honestly, the contract with iOS, it's their right. It's their right to do that if they wanted to. 
I really think Epic has no has no way to win against this. It's it's in the contract. The contract is gold. You know that that's that's like that's like the the land of the the, the rule. Unless Apple changes the contract, that's that 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 that's there. I'm kind of interested to see what happens after the fact because right now it's like me. I think me and you are in agreement that Apple's going to win this. Mm-hmm. So what happens to Epic after the fact? Do they lose all their games that run the Unreal Engine and lose Fortnite? What are people that have iOS going to do without Fortnite? True. Okay. So for for comparison, uh, because of the uh, Trump's little executive order thing about like getting rid of WeChat and TikTok and all that stuff. Um, WeChat is owned by Tencent. Tencent owns Epic Games, right? Or at least they're their co-owner of Epic Games, right? So so if you go that if you go down that rabbit hole of like, well, if if nobody if no US company can make any deals with the companies behind WeChat and and uh, and TikTok, then what happens to Epic what happens to Unreal Engine? Because they're all connected to that Chinese company, even though it's only like a forty percent connection kind of thing, but they're still connected anyway. Are those just going to disappear? And what what are people going to do about it? And on a side note, is if um, iOS also can't have WeChat over in China, if you have an iPhone in China, WeChat is going to disappear from the App Store because of the executive order. And people in China has already literally said they will drop their iPhone and get another phone that has WeChat because WeChat is more important to them than an iPhone. So yeah. for Fortnite users, how important is Fortnite uh, on your phone? If you, like it, if you like Fortnite being on your phone, will you literally get an Android phone just so you can play Fortnite on a phone over your, over your iPhone? Will it make that much of a difference? That's the real question of the future. But that's, that's, a, hard th- that's a hard thing to ask because, you know, as as a consumer myself i've mm. never looked at a phone and be like well it doesn't have fortnite so i'm not gonna get that mm. that phone you know or like fortnite to me is not something very important but right. if somebody were to love fortnite and that's all they use their phone for that'd make it a big decision to be like okay well i don't need this phone anymore but for me as a regular consumer that doesn't play a lot of mobile games that i'd be like okay that's fine you know mm. but then if it starts reaching to other things like i see like how I was telling you earlier, what if they start going into the streaming services like Netflix and yeah. Hulu, where they start asking them to review every single little piece of content and I lose those, then it's going to be like, okay, now I need to think about this. So right now it doesn't have a lot of consequences, but if they win this court case and they see that they can easily bypass everything that they want, then it, it, has, it will have bigger repercussions for other apps in their store. Correct, but didn't they already make an exception for Netflix? Like Netflix, uh, they don't take as much of a cut with Netflix because they're they play nice with Netflix, which is which comes down to the problem. If if Apple is willing to play nice for certain app developers, then that's where Epic can have an argument saying, "Well, how about Netflix? They they're not paying the thirty percent cut." I don't know if that's true, listeners. I don't know if that's true. Uh, all I know is that Apple does have play favorites for some for app developers, from what I understand. But uh, if this if that, if that argument is brought to court, then maybe Epic has a chance to fight against Apple. But what would that be? How would you take a company like that over court over favoritism? Well, because Apple's saying it's in the contract. You agree to the contract. You you agree to a thirty percent cut. You've been with us for ten years now. What what's the difference? What's the, what's the change? You know, you're just being greedy. 
the only thing that would get them in trouble is if they say everybody has everybody signs the same contract and they all agree to the contract and if they found out how to get the paperwork for the contract between them and netflix and we're like hey look this this is the same contract that you said everybody signs but their percentage is lower so what you're saying is that you're you're not treating the market fairly because you're giving a different percentage for a different company right here even though you said yourself everything everybody signs the same contract Okay, I looked it up just real quick. If, if Netflix is paying Apple 30%. Okay, according to this, Netflix and other apps currently pay Apple 30% of a user's first subscription and 50% for renewals. So it is a different rule for streaming services. Wow. Interesting. 50%? No, 15%. One five. 15%. Oh, okay. So there is a difference between video streaming services and game services. Now, game services like, X, like Game Pass is a subscription service, right? So Microsoft argument could be like, "Hey, we'll pay the, we'll pay you the thirty percent that you want for, but a renewal is technically fifteen percent. So why don't you give that to us? You can do a sneaky day, like you can do a two day subscription and then do a renewal <laughs> to get that fifteen percent right away." Apple does have little clauses that makes them change the rules because once again, it is their it is their operating system. They have the complete right to do it. So if they want to change the contract to, let's say, Netflix or, or subscription services, then, then Epic has an argument. Microsoft has an argument. Uh, NVIDIA has an argument. Google has an argument against Apple. Hey, you're making exception for some people. Why aren't you making exception for us too? Yeah, because they can easily just say, be like, hey, you treat so-and-so. This is, this is the subscription model that you have. You charge 30%, then you get a 50%. Why aren't we receiving the same contract? even though you said that everybody in the app store has the same contract. Right. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. But I, I think it really does come down to, to, I think for a lot of consumers, they just have now to just like the Fortnite players, they are going to have to think really hard whether, whether they're willing to just stick with iOS, iPhone for Fortnite, uh, considering the fact that Fortnite is possibly just going to go away from, the, from iPhone. Because I don't think Apple is going to back down from this at all. Oh, yeah, they really can't because then it sets a precedence for all the other companies that aren't happy with 30%. Hmm. Hmm. All right, so Netflix is safe. <laughs> Netflix has an agreement with iOS, with Apple. Well, they only pay 15%. It's better than 30%. Yeah, but, but, but what you brought up is true. I actually didn't think about that. If Apple really wanted to push Apple TV+, Plus, right, and, and say, like, you know what, we should try to get rid of some of the streaming composition. Let's try to get rid of Hulu you know, which includes ESPN and all that stuff, and consumers are only have a choice of Netflix and Apple TV Plus. They could theoretically kind of do that if they really wanted to, but it would be evil. But it 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 is kind of like a thing that they are kind of possibly could do. But that's why they were taken to court because it was kind of like they were controlling the market. There was nothing outside of their spectrum. So it's kind of like well, once again, to be that's fair, they they were so big. They were so big that the government that said, hey, you know what? How do how do we how can we secure that you're being having a fair market when you guys control everything? To be fair, when you say fair market, fair market is there are iOS devices, there are Android devices. That's, that's all Apple needs to say. We're we have competition. It isn't it isn't like we have a monopoly because Android is available very readily towards consumers. What you're what you're really talking about is is the walled garden that is iOS. Like you are forced, you have been forced to use iOS the way iOS wants you to use them for the past like 12 years or whatever. 
So, and so far, everybody's been okay with that until now. Now, now that people are like have this idea, like, wait, we don't get all the apps. Now what? Yeah, but it's like kind of like we were saying. It's we're not really worried about what happens to Fortnite and Epic, but we're what I'm worried about is what happens after Epic and Fortnite. Mm. No, that's true. That's true. Uh, well, either way, um, like I said, I, I have a Google Android phone, so I'll, <laughs> I'll be happily playing my Xbox Game Pass on my Google Pixel, which I've already tried and it's great. <laughs> but so yeah, I, 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 I'm okay. But uh, for iOS users, it, it is I'm it does okay. kind of suck. <laughs> I, I I I have heard from iPhone users who are like like who are really uh, not depressed, but they're really sad at the fact they can't play Game Pass on iOS. Like they want to have the cloud gaming on, on iOS and they can't because it's like a, because Apple won't let them do it. So, so yeah, there's going to be iPhone users who are literally going to have to buy a used Android device just so they can use their, their streaming service on that device and then their iPhone, their iPhone for everything else. It's it's gonna be a weird it's gonna be a weird marketplace for for phones in the near future if this is the way it's gonna be. If I were Microsoft, since they're trying to purchase TikTok, I'd be like, all right, you know, we'll give we'll give you a deal on TikTok, but you let us bring our our X Pass over to your iOS devices. Well, you know, Apple has nothing to do with TikTok. That's that's totally a different thing. So no, but Microsoft is is in the in the process of in talks to purchase TikTok. I don't think it's going to happen because TikTok has said that they don't want to be sold. Like everybody's pushing Microsoft to do it. The government is pushing Microsoft to do it. But TikTok themselves have said we're not really open to that idea. But that's a big market. The whole United States. That's mm-hmm. a lot of people. That's why Instagram Reels exists. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, well. Like I said, it's it kind of funny because I don't use TikTok. I don't play Fortnite. So this story doesn't really affect me that much. But but it's just it's just an interesting topic and 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 I'm actually kind of surprised we went down the rabbit hole of like what happens if Apple start taking away all these other apps we like what we're gonna do yeah it's it's it is like a like a, what do you call that uh, a domino going effect down the rabbit hole yeah it's a rabbit hole it's, it's going down this domino effect that nobody really wants but that's the that's the reality of it so unless it's like unless Apple just completely changes the paradigm of how how apps are being released on iPhone. I think this is just the, how it's going to be for the near future. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right, listeners. Hopefully uh, you don't play Fortnite. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't delete it off your phone just yet. <laughs> you know what? Play on the PC. It's better. Play on, play on the PlayStation. Play on the Xbox. It's better there anyway, right? You have a lot of, you have a lot of choices in the fair market with PlayStation. I just remembered. Okay. If you sell a game on PlayStation or Xbox, you're also paying 30% towards Microsoft and Sony. What is Epic Games going to do next? Are they going to attack Microsoft and, and Sony and go, hey, you know what? Uh, we also don't want to pay you 30% for our games being sold on, on PlayStation and Xbox. It is really bad. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think they'll recover from this. I, I, I can see Epic losing a lot of money because... If you think of all the in-app purchases that they're losing, let, let's say they went from complaining about 30%, they're going to be losing 100% because they're not going to be getting any revenue from mobile. Right. Well, uh, well, I just brought it up. How about video game consoles? How about the PlayStation and Xbox? 
if 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 why is Epic not fighting against Microsoft and Sony and they're only fighting against Apple and Google? I mean, it's the same exact problem. They're they're giving Microsoft and Sony 30% of their cut. It's still a it's still a closed walled garden for PlayStation and Xbox and Switch. Why are why are they not complaining to those companies? See, this this is the flaw in Epic's strategy. It's like they're they're not they're not they themselves are not being consistent. They just wanted that cut, Albert. They wanted that. They wanted their seventeen percent. I, I, oddly enough, I don't think they even knew about the whole Unreal Engine problem. Problem like Apple was like, you know what? We're gonna not even allow Unreal Unreal Engine on iOS. What are you gonna do? Oof. Yeah, because right now, uh, Epic has has put up a, an, an injunction. No, they they re- they're requesting an injunction to stop Apple from allowing that to happen. Because this is because Epic is on the defensive on that argument. Apple saying we we're not gonna even allow Unreal Engine on iOS. So now Epic's on the defense on that one. So I don't know. I think there's a higher chance that Epic's gonna give in than Apple giving in. That's for sure. Oh yeah, because if they start losing the other apps too, it's like they they woke up the beast for no reason. They didn't gain anything from it. I it, think what they were hoping for is a lot of other companies be like, yeah, we're tired of the thirty percent. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, app developers. There's this thing called there's a thing called Unity. Unity Engine exists. <laughs> Just use that. <laughs> Unity. What is that? Unity is another it's another gaming uh, engine, like kind of kind of like Unreal. Unity is actually designed more for like mobile stuff and whatnot. There's actually more more games. I believe there's more games under Unity on mobile devices than there are Unreal Engine. So let's use just use Unity. Mm. Okay. Anyways, uh, we'll we'll see, we'll see where this rabbit hole lies. Um, we are, by the way, we are recording this on uh, August 18. So between now and when this episode is released, which is the next day, uh, I don't know if there's any updates to the to the Epic versus Apple fight and the other stuff. So we'll see. But but until then, uh, thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert Five Is Five. Greg Lewis, tell them where you can, they can find you online. You guys can find me on Instagram, BCAVZZ, or on Xbox or the PlayStation Store as the same name, BCAVZZ. Leave a comment on our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or in the website, uh, or leave a voicemail if you're there. Show your support. There are free options. Head over to whowhatworstwhy.com slash support to find out how. Support Black Lives Matter. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. All the links and information can be found on whowhatworstwhy.com as well as the show notes. before we go, how about a recommendation? Any general recommendation? Lewis, go ahead. Any general recommendation? Yes. Um, if you haven't played Catan, play Catan. I just recently got into Catan and I love it. Catan. What is Catan? Catan, the board game. Oh, uh, how, how, how do you spell that? C-A-T-A-N. C-A-T-A-N. Catan. Oh, Catan. <laughs> Duh. I've Settlers seen this before. Catan, yeah. <laughs> I've never... Settlers I, of Catan. Before, I, I, legit, I have never played that game up until maybe when COVID started. Uh-huh. And I played it and I was like, wow, I was so fascinated with this game because it's so fun and interesting. I'm not a big board games person. I've played Monopoly. But I was playing Katana, I was like, wow, this is really fun. I've even bought in my own set and expansion for the game. Amazing, amazing. All right, so there's a Katana. It's a classic, uh, even though I didn't remember what, I didn't know how to spell it. But it's a classic, <laughs> so check it out. <laughs> this was episode 334 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Works Network.